Genesis chapter 1. Just going to talk about words, really, and the power of words. And um, I'm always, I like words anyway. Uh, you can do a thing called etymology where you find the root of a word or you can, you can uh, Google Greek words or Hebrew words from your Bible. And because uh, we've got such a, such a, a mountain of knowledge to hand now, it really, we, we live in a fantastic age that way. I know there's a lot of dodgy stuff as well, uh, but that's not our problem. Uh, 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 there's much good to had to have. And, and what you're looking for is something that draws an accurate picture of what's being said that you can say, I see. I see. You know, if you, if you explain something to someone, somebody properly and they're, and they're listening, it does take both things. They say, I see what you mean. Right? Uh, and and that, that's done through, through words and the capacity to understand that God gave us and uh, so I want to talk, talk about the power of words, really. Uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. It says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, and called it uh, uh, the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning uh, uh, were the first day. Uh, and then it goes through uh, six days or six periods of time is the best way to think about it rather than 24-hour days. Uh, uh, in Hebrew, the word yom means a, a, a period of time. Uh, you know, we know this, but for people that haven't heard it before, if, if I say, uh, like Liverpool Football Club, they'll talk about the 70s and 80s as being the great days. They were the great, that's the, that's the terminology. And they were for them, you know, glorious in, in their sports. Uh, but they're not talking about days, they're talking about years and years, sadly. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, so th that's, that's the idea with this. And, and it, it goes through each day that, that God um, uh, uh, made things. He, he, he said, let there be, and uh, there were beasts, and there were uh, uh, trees, and there were stars. And, uh, uh, and after every, at the end of every day, it says, God saw that it was good. God saw that it was good, and, and then we get to um, verse 31 at the end. Uh, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning uh, were the sixth day. So uh, uh, God created by his word, you know, um, he, he, he did that. Uh, people, There's lots of people that claim to be atheists, really, uh, and they'll say how terrible God is for making such a crooked world. You know, and you think, hang on, I thought you were an atheist. You know, and, and now you're blaming God for, for not doing things. Uh, uh, and, um, uh, you know, there's some things which, which are beyond my understanding. Uh, uh, but there are, there are things that kind of um, make sense. Th that there's a thing I've found, right? And it, it took me a little while to get my head around it, really, on a personal level, that you can do good and be criticized for doing good. And if you'd done nothing, you wouldn't be criticized. You ever ever come across that? That you do something right and good with the right intentions, there's no you've got no doubt about yourself, and you get criticized because uh, you you know, I've had things where people say, Oh, you shouldn't have done this and that. I say, Well, if it was a sat around watching match of the day, I wouldn't have been criticized. You know? And and I think, ah oh, no, but but that's the way it is. And uh, uh the other thing is 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 when God created all these things that were very good and still are. It was not without cost. He knew that there'd be criticism. He knew before he started there'd be criticism. It would have been easier to do nothing. He needed none of this. 
He needed none of it, you know? And partly also, when he brings things, he knows the end from the beginning, right? Something, some, some of these things, you can get your head around a little bit without going all the way around them. He knew the end from the beginning. So in creating this, there is a cost to him, which comes in Calvary. By the time he gets to Calvary, he's going to have to pay for, for the negative of the people that he's created. He's going to have to pay for it. And he knows that before he starts. God knows that before he starts. Uh, the lack of credit, the lack of honor, uh, and in the end, uh, uh, Calvary. And, uh, uh, you know, so when we speak or do, and people get criticized, don't worry about it. We're not bleeding. We're not bleeding. It's okay. You know, it's part of uh, uh, the way it goes, because uh, what uh, it happened to him and uh, just a little thing on, on creation that I was thinking about is is um, one thing in, in the modern critics are, well, there's, there's bad things in the world as well as good things. What about those? You think, well, well, hang on, what about the good things, first of all? The sun shines on you. Uh, 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 water is there for you to drink. You you breathe, you you live, you think. He gave you that, you know? Um, uh, but, the, but there's a thing with, uh, um, you know, after... after uh, uh, the sixth day uh, comes the seventh day. And in the seventh day, uh, evil comes into the world. Sin comes into the world. Adam and Eve, I'm not doing what you say. I'm doing what we think. And, and that's the way of it, right? Uh, and the knowledge of good and evil comes into the world. So now you've got uh, you've got two words. You've got a good word and, and an and a evil word. And um, uh, straight away, uh, the Lord then, we're not, we're not going to go into it, he puts a flaming sword to divide between uh, the good and the bad, that they cannot come in in their state. They cannot come back in here in their state and ruin it. So uh, it's important for us to know uh, uh, that, that we are in a world where there is hostility, where there is things that are wrong, uh, and that we are not uh, to be naive about that or to let them in. Okay, so uh, I just had a little thought about, you know, there are viruses in the world. Kids get sick. You know, kids get sick. But if there's evil, in the, if you think about it spiritually, if there's evil in the world, uh, should you be protected from the evil or be strong in the world? Which one Which one would you choose? You know, because the kids are going to go have to go out into the world and a lot of parents will tell you that uh, when they're little, they want them to get the chicken spots. Because later on, it's a big problem. Later on, the virus is, is, uh, uh, is not life-threatening and the virus then strengthens you for things that when you're older because the virus actually uh, when it dies it lives inside of you kind of thing so it can't come in again or the antibodies that, that killed it live inside of you so it can never come inside you again it actually makes you stronger you know and if you think about um i've got something for that beeper but it's not here today um uh, it's interesting with children uh, children like fairy stories don't they some of those fairy stories include people getting eaten. The gingerbread's house and all this, if you think about the grim fairy tales. Uh, and a few things like that, Pinocchio. I think in the original story, he gets his feet burnt off. And uh, um, and what, what they do is they teach children uh, that there's good and bad and consequences that are, but they teach them in a safe environment. So when they grow up, they're not so naive to think everything's fine. You know, there is a consequence to your choices and there is safety and truth and, and, and there is something out there that is not truth. And that's why you need to be safe. And, um, uh, uh, yeah, you know, kids like those stories. 
They like those stories. Uh, they're made that way. Uh, they can safely explore the world and get strengthened before they go out into it. Uh, the Old Testament's full of bloody stories, you know, uh, and to, to make us wise for our everyday life. Truly wise. And, and truly... Uh, uh, um, so, so uh, John chapter 1. So, uh, God created things uh, um, by speaking, really. In, in Hebrew, it's a funny little thing. Uh, it's only a funny little thing, but uh, to create as I speak, uh, bara is create, which means to make out of nothing, by the way. Uh, uh, dabra is speak. So abracadabra is I create as I speak. That's what it means. I, I make something out of nothing. And um, uh, but, but, but it wasn't just words. There's something behind the words. There's, there's a heart behind the words. There's a decision behind the words. And there's a love behind the words. Right, and we are now uh, creators, especially us recreators, uh, new creations in the image of God. And our words also can be creative. They can be creative. They can have uh, such an effect. Uh, and I'll show you in some ways how God's words had an effect on what you can see in this room, uh, uh, and also to know uh, uh, that what we say uh, uh, can have a great effect. Uh, John chapter one and verse one. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness it, it comprehended it not or didn't overtake it. Um, you know, there's a good little uh, thought, really, that uh, where you find darkness is... is, is um, uh, you don't want to be getting aggressive and beating the darkness out. You want to light the light, and it will drive the darkness away. It's an obvious thing that if you light a light in a place, it drives the darkness away, and the darkness cannot come back in. It cannot. Uh, that's the thing, is, is, is light is what you want. And, um, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned it a few times lately, but I'll mention it again. You know, you want light and not heat. You want light and not heat. It's light that kind of uh, uh, that gives you peace, gives you reassurance, that uh, uh, gives you the aim and a target, gives you the understanding. You know, uh, gives you what to do. We've all done what you need to do because somebody lighted that word in front of us, right? And when we obeyed that word that was lighted in front of us, uh, uh, look at what it did. Look at what it did. The power of words. Uh, on on the heart and mind, and then also on the actions. You know, uh, uh, there's a there's a Alexi Sale song. He likes Alexi Sale. He's a bit dodgy, but uh, I like him because he's from Liverpool. But he is a bit dodgy. I don't agree with his politics. And uh, he sings a song about being in the pub, and he says, "You hear those words that nobody wants to hear in the pub? Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at, John? Who are you looking at?" And it's it's a it's creating something else. It's creating an atmosphere that creates an evil, it creates a threat, uh, it creates uh, caution, uh, all those kind of things. Have you ever ever been in that situation? I'm sure Sandra and Carol have, you know what I mean? I don't know whether Sandra used to take it or give it. <laughs> so you never know. <laughs> okay, so so uh, uh, there's hostility in the world is the point. Um, James chapter 3.
he's not, not letting us off the hook here. It's not all outside where the, where the, where the problems can lie in there. Um, verse 4, Behold also the ships, which though they be great and are driven of fierce winds, yet they are turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor lists, whoever's got hold of the, the, the tiller. Uh, even so, the tongue is, is a little member and boasts great things. Behold how great, great a matter a little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world, a world of iniquity. Uh, so is the tongue among our members, so it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and is set on, on the fire of hell. Uh, and, 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 then it, and then it carries on. Um, um, it says, uh, verse 10, it says, Out of the same mouth proceed blessings and cursings, my brethren. These things ought not so to be. Does a fountain uh, send forth uh, at the same place sweet water and bitter? And, and it continues in, in that vein. And uh, uh, though it says it is, it says it ought not to be. Uh, and, you know, we can kind of, it's part of the way of growing is is that when something comes out of your mouth, you think, I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you think, well, how did that come about? What, what have I missed? Uh, um, uh, be, be, because, we, you know, we want to be saying things. We don't want to be silent. Right? But we want to say things that, uh, that create good, that make peace, that make people know uh, 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 what, you know, all the things of the Lord inside and out. That's what we want, and we have got the power to do it. Uh, a, because we know, but B, because uh, uh, we, we have been given the job to do it. You know, Monty talks about praying for uh, the kids at school and the people at work, and we've been given that job. I can pray for you if you want. You know, and it's not like, um, uh, you know, not, 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 not to be rude or not, but this is the way it was. I used to go to Mass when I was a kid, and they'd have prayers for the sick, which you paid for, by the way. Well, you didn't pay for them. You gave a contribution. You wouldn't get them if you didn't give a contribution. And masses for the sick. And for and, and then all those people died. All those people died. There was never an answer. Uh, because their words weren't heard. Our words are heard. That's a fact. You know? Uh, yeah, you know, some things can get in. Doubt can get in. Or uh, other things can get in. Um, uh, there's a battle on. There is a battle on. You know. Uh, John, uh, where do we go? Psalm chapter 1. Psalm 1. In the kids' stories, good always triumphs in the end. It always triumphs in the end. Same in Hollywood stories, nearly all Hollywood stories. Uh, 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 they get the odd one, which is but they don't like them. <laughs> they don't like those films. Uh, a lot of people that write uh, films in Hollywood are, are Jewish. Uh, they, they come from this. And um, uh, that's how it is. You, you know, the darkness comprehends it not, didn't overtake it and never will. Uh, but there's a battle on. Mm -hmm. uh, Psalm 1 and verse 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Uh, the ungodly are not so, but are like the, are like the chaff that the wind drives away. 
And uh, you know, there's a little thing. I think it was in one of the newsletters. Newsletters recently that a fruit doesn't, a tree doesn't bear fruit for itself. You know, it's it's for the benefit of uh, uh, of, of of others. And um, I tell you something: if you if you if you're ever if you're ever struggling, well, when you are struggling, God's way out of it to climb out of it is to go and do things for other people. You can read about Elijah that he was in a cave. It's, it's describing something in his head, kind of. Uh, and and he's got this moaning attitude and uh, um, repetitive moan. He's got a repetitive moan, and he's had a lot of trouble. Um, but God says, look, go do this, go do that, and go do the other. Walk out of it. Uh, there's, there's a thing with, with your mind that that, that um, uh, if you if you walk, your head will go wherever you walk. Right? That's what the Scriptures say in, in, in one of the Psalms. Uh, cast your works upon the Lord and your thoughts will be established. Do the right thing uh, and all the peace and the goodness will come as you walk. You know? Uh, um, so, and, and, and here, here it's, 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 it's what not to do and, um, uh, you know, there the, are the, the things that we need to, I suppose, separate ourselves from, you know. Uh, you have to understand that there's there's bad words and good words and there's uh, there's confused words and false words and tricky words and uh, uh, we need to be on the right side of those things you know if you don't if you can't tell them apart and you choose the wrong one the bible says you will lose your sweet words that's one of the the things of not knowing uh, uh, what's in front of you you will lose your sweet words Uh, not not that either we want to be going around uh, attacking people that's not scripture either Proverbs 12, a couple of Proverbs. You know, it's a thing with people that, that criticize the God of creation. And you know, well, go make your own. Go make your own. Make some sunshine. Uh, make some beauty. Go on, go make your own. And uh, um, I say that rhetorically. I don't say that to them. <laughs> I get you to say that to them. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, But, but, it, but it's, it's the attitude behind it. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've got this thing that uh, people are either opening things up, create, create, creating is opening things up. It's can do. It's kind of a, it's growing. It's beneficial, uh, and the, and there are things that close things down. They just close things down, and the, uh, if we get if we go about things the wrong way, or people people get into us, uh, uh, we will be closed down. We will allow ourselves to be closed down, uh, and the Bible will teach you uh, 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 how, how how to avoid that. They talk about that. Um, Proverbs 12 in verse 25, it says, A heaviness in the heart of a man makes it stoop, but a good word makes it glad. So uh, uh, there are ways of, you might be in heaviness, but still give the good word. You know, and, and, and that, that's a good thing. Uh, uh, you know, there are times in, in uh, uh, when things, may, you might find things tough, uh, but there's, there's still good things you can do. Unless you're only thinking about you, which is not advisable, it's not advisable. Uh, God's got something better for you than that. He's got something better for you than that. Uh, it's more blessed to give than to receive, and you can prove that. You know, saying on on Wednesday that uh, people that have got a reasonably good jobs gave a lot to have those good jobs, and then they get the reward from 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 what they they gave themselves to those things. The kids that are at school, uh, they give themselves to those school things, and the, and the reward is great, you know. And and uh, there may be days at school or days at work when you're up or when you're down, but you still carry on giving to those things because you know the reward is great. Uh, how much more 
we've got. Um, Proverbs 25. Very beautiful proverb, this one. There are many of them. 30-something chapters of one-liners. I like one-liners. You know what I mean? They're, 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 they're to the point and they're, they're kind of easy. Uh, uh, if, if um, yeah, they're easy to get into. It's, I suppose it's kind of a lazy reading in a way, but it's nice that it's there. <laughs> you know, I I I, I, uh, I appreciate a little bit of lazy reading sometimes. In verse eleven, it says, "A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver, as an earring of gold and as an ornament of fine gold." So is a wise reprover on an obedient ear. And uh, it's the other side of, of understanding, you know, your sweet words and your good words and the words that carry power is that not everyone is listening and not everybody at that point wants to know. You know, we were talking yesterday about on when you're outreaching and when should you stop? And uh, uh, one brother was saying, well, it says, it says after the second and third admonition, reject. So he said, once I've showed them a couple of three scriptures and, and they're not having it, he said, I, I'll leave them. I think, well, I'm not sure about the heretic thing. That's more about in the church. But the two or threes, the two or three is good. Because Dave, like, as I say, once is an incidence, twice is a coincidence, maybe, and three times is a pattern. And if you're showing somebody something or telling somebody something and they're not having it, right, after three times is a pattern, and if you keep talking, who's the mug? You know, and, and what you find then is that if you go beyond that, it'll have an effect on you. Uh, I have a little, uh, just a personal trick uh, on the outreaches. When people say no, <laughs> uh, I, I say no problem. Just, just, and, and they always hear me. I don't say it loud. And, and you can almost feel the effect that it has, but it definitely has an effect on me. It keeps me calm and keeps me happy and keeps me wanting because uh, I don't want, it's easy with the gospel to get into uh, uh, arguing about it. It's easy to do that, you know, and it, it kind of, uh, but, 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 but uh, uh, you, you might find that um, uh, it's not the best thing for fruit. The tongue is a fire. Uh, Ephesians chapter 6. So Ephesians chapter 6 talks about, um, I don't want to go through it all, it talks about putting on the armor of God. Uh, so you know uh, that, that you are in a kind of a, there is hostility out there. Everyone's not lovely. Everything isn't true, you know. Um, uh, you know, we, we can't just kind of say, you know, let, let, you know, put the flame and sword away. It's there for a reason. If the flame and sword's not there, nothing will be left. Nothing will be left. And uh, 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 just one little part I want to take from this. You can read it all. In verse 16, it says, Above all, uh, taking the shield of faith wherewith you may be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And there are, there are conversations you can have and things people say things uh, that set you on fire. You know, make you angry, make you annoyed, make you huff and puff, you know. And uh, the problem isn't that they said the wrong thing. The problem is that it got through to you. Because it's always going to be out there. Nothing's going to, uh, you know, different people and different uh, uh, situations. But the same problem. It's the same problem. Uh, and uh, 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 the shield of faith is to stop it getting through, to stop it getting on fire. If you know that that's the way people are, uh, and to kind of, 
Um, uh, you know, again, you know, there can be a thing if you go on the outreach and you provoke people, they might come back at you a bit fierce, right? Uh, so cut out the provoking and you won't have the fierce response. That's one way of doing it. You know, another another way is 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 um, is, is 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 to get an understanding that uh, it's it's part of uh, what you're going to have to put up with uh, for walking in righteousness. Shield of faith, uh, as I say, I say in the through the week that that the word nice appears in the Bible no times, no times, you know, uh, um, and it's 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 a thing as well that 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 uh, you know. Here's a shield uh, to to shield you from um, people's lack of understanding or people's malice or or, or whatever it is, and um, you can either use that shield or, or or you will end up having to use a different shield, which is a shield from the Word of God. Uh, in Isaiah, it's called a refuge of lies. You know, uh, uh, I like the thing I, I mentioned it before, but it works for me to. Uh, that when I'm in a situation where I know there might be a little bit of hostility and misunderstanding or misrepresentation, uh, there's a story in in the in the New Testament where Paul in a shipwreck uh, they go to they go he go he puts some sticks in a fire and out of the fire comes a snake that looks like a stick and bites him, you know, and and that that's uh, one of the things with snake venom is it paralyzes you, it poisons you, and it sets you on fire. It sets you very much on fire. Uh, and he shook it off, right? He shook it off. And if you can arm yourself with that thought, that if it comes, because sometimes in some situations, you kind of almost expect it. You almost expect it. And you may well be right. You may well be right. And uh, uh, the, the, the thing, you know, if you if you got this, you can arm yourself uh, with this. I'll tell you a little story. When I was in Germany one time, and I was eating a, a chocolate bar, and I didn't realize a wasp had landed on the chocolate bar and when I bit the chocolate bar, the wasp bit me on the inside of the lip, stung me. And I was so, I know it was one of God's little creatures, but when it fell on the floor, I didn't half enjoy stamping on it. <laughs> I really did. I saved three bees this week from death. Okay, in our house, I saved three bees. Big big bees as well. <laughs> but they were big bees. I saved them from death. And uh, uh, I really wanted to stamp on it because it, it stung me. Because it gave me pain. Right. Uh, apart from that, I still might just. Uh, I don't go around standing on wasps. I'm a good boy. I'm green. So, Isaiah 57. We're coming back to Ephesians in a minute. So, if you've forgotten already, not not much more. Not long today. There's things that create, and are creative. Uh, you know, in, as I say, I, I I like it. I like it in human beings uh, that they are creative because that's very much the image of God. And um, yeah, but there's always, if you read about people that have invented things and 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 done, you know, great things in in a, in a natural sense, uh, they had to battle through it in their day before they made a statue to them. Criticism. They had to battle through it, uh, and I like this. Um, I've got a little. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a little poem. Um, talking about the uh, the cynic, you know, when you come across cynicism, uh, you know, that was the thing in Psalm Psalm one. Uh, sits in the seat of the scornful, uh, and and you know this conversation about God not creating a proper world like they would have done is cynical. It's sneering. There's a sneer to it, and um, uh, this is from a speech in uh, around the turn of 
essentially 1900, essentially 1900 to 1904 or something. Uh, there was a president in America called uh, Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, different one in the Second World War, different man, same name. And uh, he was in Paris and he gave a speech. And in this speech, he, he said something that, that, that was really quite great. He said, um, he says, Roosevelt rallied against, railed, not rallied, railed against cynics uh, who looked down at men who were trying to make the world a better place. He says, the poorest way, uh, the poorest way to face life is to face it with a sneer. A cynical habit of thought and speech, a readiness to criticize work which the critic himself never tries to perform, an intellectual aloofness which will not accept contact with, contact with life's realities. All these things are marks, not of superiority, but of weakness. And then he delivered an inspiration and impassioned message that drew huge applause. And it says, it's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of the deed could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcomings. But he, uh, uh, but who does actually, uh, sorry, but who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends uh, spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at best knows the in in the end uh, um, the triumph of high achievements? And who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be without. Shall, his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory uh, or defeat. And I, I just like that as a little a little thing, you know. It's a shield against criticism, uh, and every uh, it's if you've seen the film Invictus, uh, where where Nelson Mandela supposed to be given a poem in, in in his cell. He was given a poem in his cell, but it wasn't Invictus. It was this poem. It was this poem. Uh, and uh, you know I've got little little theories about why um, uh, uh, why they would have changed the uh, the poem. Uh, I prefer this one, uh, but it gave him a shield. You know, uh, uh, get on with your job. That's the way it goes in this business. He's saying that's the way it goes in 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 this business. Uh, and and it gave him a shield. You know, as I say, if if the fiery darts of the wicked uh, set you on fire, uh, then what comes out of you is not now creative. It's destructive. That's what you want to do is to destroy the thing that hurt you, the thing that damaged you. But if you, if, you, if, you, if you get up the shield, then it won't in the first place and you still have all the good things to give out, uh, uh, including to people that would have hurt you in the first place. I would have, you know, Chris came along six months before me and there were certain times and certain situations when I wanted to hurt him. You know, and I could. I knew his weaknesses. I knew them, you know. Uh, life wasn't all good for him, uh, and when he was kind of getting there with the word, uh, I could, I could, I could get him, you know. But he didn't respond in that. He could still be a bit of a narc, actually, <laughs> but but, but uh, he he didn't respond in a way that that closed the doors, which is just you know, uh, um, to to Isaiah fifty-seven. Have we been there? No. Great things towards the end of Isaiah. You know, if if, if you like. Uh, the later on in the chapters, the better it gets, mostly. In verse 19, it says, I create the fruit of the lips, peace, peace to him that is afar off 
and to him that is near, says the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is no peace, says my God, uh, uh, to the wicked. And uh, um, peace, uh, that, that's something that uh, uh, in lots of people's lives to come to the Lord, one of the first things is a burden off their back and a peace that couldn't be attained in their own world. It could not be attained in their own world. The troubles couldn't be stopped. Uh, you know, in, in, the, in, the, in the first part of Genesis, it says, the Spirit of God uh, moved upon the face of the waters. And some of the, one of the last camps was saying that uh, the, the Spirit that's in us, there's trouble in the world. Sometimes it's a lovely world. Sometimes it's a very troubled world. Uh, it's actually a very troubled world if you open your eyes um, quite deeply. And um, but he says we we're above it. We hover above it. So that trouble is not our trouble. We might have compassion towards it, and I, I really like that because if you take the world on too much, uh, you might find yourself going up and down with it uh, in its in its troubles. And uh, I, I quite like that. And God's a direct you above it. So you have to be concerned for it, to know that you are separate from it, you are different. And uh, uh, in that, there's peace. There's a peace that's miraculous, but there's also a peace in the understanding. And, and um, uh, the wicked are not so. And what the wicked do here, as it says, is, is they, they confuse things. They mix things up, uh, uh, cloud the issue, clear the air or cloud the issue. Uh, you can get it all the way through the, uh, the Gospels. Jesus is having teaching people, telling people. Uh, when he spoke, people were healed. They were healed, right? And people come for an argument uh, to confuse things and to muddy the waters and to catch him out in his words, right? And, and uh, um, uh, if you let them in, you, there's confusion. Or when you let them in, there's confusion. Uh, and then, then you, can get, you can get restored again. That's the thing when we were talking about when you're witnessing to people and you find them a bit heretical or a bit uh, contrary, you know. Uh, whatever good you say, they sometimes just want to confuse it. And just leave it for another day. That, that's the thing. Is is uh, There may be another day when, when it's not like that. Uh, but for now, if, for your, if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Let him be ignorant. It's, not, it's a mistaken idea of, of Christianity that you are the saviour of them. The word is, and if they won't respond to the word, you haven't got anything else. Uh, and and uh, it's not a good idea uh, to offer yourselves. Back to Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, back to Ephesians chapter 2. <coughs> Get us a glass of water, please, Jim. So I want you to think about um, uh, the fellowship, uh, the assembly here, uh, uh, what's in the room, what God's done by his words. In verse 10, it says, um, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. And we do. Uh, in, in verse, we, Sometimes we're trying to figure out how to do it better, but we do. You know, it's not a matter of stop sitting around and starting doing. It's a matter of finding out how to do it better. And that's a continual thing. That's the state of things. That's the true state of things. It's observably true. Uh, um, there's much good 
In verse 11 it says, Wherefore remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision uh, by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. It's a bit wordy. Uh, 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 about the Jews and the Gentiles really. Uh, um, that in time past uh, you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were, who were sometimes were afar off and made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, which is made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us. It's not between us and God. It's between Jew and Gentile. It's between black and white. It's between male and female. Look what he's done. There's a thing with Israel, right? Because it talks about the covenants of promise. There is more than one. There are actually a good number. There are national covenants. There's covenants with this earth. Uh, Genesis chapter 8, the rainbow and that. I've made a covenant with the earth. And he has. And it will stand. And uh, um, uh, But 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 um, what, what you find with, with, with... This is talking about Israel. Uh, you know, and... Um, so we, we have... It's not, a, it's not a church which is... Which, the only thing we have in common is that we have the Holy Spirit. That's our commonality. And uh, other things that, that, that divide people outside don't divide people inside. They don't divide people inside. And it's an observable thing that God has done. That God has done. I mean, half of you wouldn't mix with me if we weren't all spirit-filled. <laughs> so, notice I said it that way around. <laughs> and, uh, but see what God has done. And this letter was written in AD 60, 70, something like that, 50, 60, 70. He'd done it then. He'd done it then. There was neither male nor female, no matter where they came from. They were one in an assembly. He'd done it then. And there's a thing with Israel in all its forms, because it's got more than one form, because there's more than one covenant. Uh, uh, it's, it's observable that it's always ahead of its time when it comes to fairness and to the things that people want to put right. You know, where else in the world in AD 60 where you would find a place where race didn't matter? Well, actually, in Israel, in the Old Testament, strangers came, became as one born in the land. They were well ahead of their time. Absolutely uh, uh, um, in every sense. And everything that you can identify as Israel uh, that has the, the word of God active in it, rather than going off to idolatry and all that, which sometimes it does, uh, uh, is ahead of the game when it comes to what's right and fair and will be criticised because of that. You know, you, you watch uh, watching little YouTube videos. There was a, a football manager in the 70s called Malcolm Allison. And uh, apparently they reckon he was ahead of, the, ahead of his time. And, and he, he used to get, you know, much criticism. And I don't know whether he was or he wasn't. And I couldn't manage a football team to save my life. And uh, um, don't raise up those things again that, would, that are divisive, that would be divisive, uh, uh, that the Lord has made peaceful uh, and, and, and made one. His word creates a situation of honor and blessing and love. His word created that, and we see it in the room. 
We see it in the operation and it will be the same for everyone that comes and receives the Holy Spirit. It will be the same. Uh, and they will come and receive the Holy Spirit because we will speak and we can cope with any fiery darts that come our way. Because we're not naive uh, uh, and we understand. Um, finish off in uh, Luke chapter 10. Just one verse. Uh, there's a couple of things that I suppose you're always dealing with, really, uh, but still making progress. Is, is one getting rid of stupid things that you say? Uh, and B is getting rid of anything that stops you saying good things, right things, true things. Uh, one of them can be, you don't know what to say. Well, find out. And, and um, uh, sometimes with good things, they'll come out of you if, you if you allow yourself to be in the situation where somebody will ask you a question. You know, I remember that there's one brother, he said, we don't need to go on fairground rides for, to get a thrill. He said, we just say to somebody, do you believe in God? <laughs> and he said, once you've said that, you're in. You know, you're in. And I tell you what, for the most part, it's exciting. You know, there might be the odd little thing, but as a, you know, uh, but for the most part, it's it's very exciting. And uh, Luke chapter 10, it's creative. And verse 16. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despises you, despises me. And he that despises me, despises him that sent me. It despises in, 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 the, in the New Testament. It means to set at nothing, that there is zero. Uh, you know, not, not so much our problem. And, and here you've got uh, the speaker uh, and the hearer. And uh, so long as there's a hearer, uh, but you're always a hearer. You know, that's one of the good things, uh, you know, that you can, you can kind of, when you talk to people, you get into some very interesting conversations sometimes, even if they're a little bit hostile sometimes, which is pretty rare. Um, you still go away with something to think about. Uh, and the Lord will be saying, oh, I'll show you a few things about that. So, you, you, you know, you, 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 you're attentive in the in the conversation. Um, a conversation, though, uh, to be creative, it needs to be unleavened. Problems of this world are not our problems. You know, the injustices in this world are not, they're, they're, they're not the gospel. Uh, the gospel is the gospel. And... Uh, don't let yourself be silenced and all the people said. Amen.